What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. Starting in, uh, what verse was this? I think it was the second verse. It was basically 45, 46 days outside of Egypt. Uh, verse 1. It says the whole Israelite community, this is Exodus 16, 1, the whole Israelite community set out from Elam and came to the desert of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai. On the, four, on the 15th day of the second month after they had come out of Egypt in the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us. <laughs> oh, I love it. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. <clears throat> Interesting. 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 On, on, on various factors as of why. One, uh, from what I was reading last night, because I, I was just reading prior chapters, what I thought I was talking about, but, it, but it's interesting because it goes right along with this. Uh, very interesting because if you remember Exodus 14, when they were, and I'm going to read it, um, when they were leaving Egypt and God told Moses that he was going to harden Pharaoh's heart and he was going to basically make an example out of him. I'm going to make an example out of Pharaoh. And I'm going to get basically get my glory and I'm going to show the whole land that I'm, you know, I'm God. And I'm paraphrasing it, of course. Um, but but it was something particular that happened. And uh, I think I'm going to start in five. No. Yeah, I'm going to start in five. Yeah, this is 14, Exodus 14, 5. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds about them and said, what have we done? We have let the Israelites go and have lost their services. So he had his chariot made ready and took his army with him. He took 600 of the best chariots along with all the other chariots of Egypt, with officers over all of them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites who were marching out boldly. The Egyptians, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, horsemen and troops, pursued the Israelites and overtook them as they camped by the sea near Pi. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, but I'm going to go for it. Hiroth, or Hiroth, opposite Baal and Zephon. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them, terrified, and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? <laughs> and then they proceeded to say, didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. And then 13 and 14, this is the good part. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. 
you need only to be still. And why was that interesting? Not this particular part, but this came before them being in the desert and then them grumbling about starving to death. Right. Now, God had just allowed them to journey on dry land. Of course, this is a story we all know. They dry, they journeyed on dry land. This, this, the, the water was basically walls of the sea. was, And, and even the dirt. God vacuumed the water out of the dirt <laughs> of the seabed and, and allowed them to walk on dry land through that thing. And then, then when all of Pharaoh's army followed and pursued after them, he allowed them to be all of them, not a couple of them, all of them. And he even uh, fought against them where they were screaming, God is fighting against us, where their chariots was getting, the wheels of their chariots were getting jammed. And they recognized God was fighting against them, and they tried to, to flee the scene, and they couldn't. And, they, and God swallowed them up, swallowed them up. But prior to that, they were grumbling. They were grumbling. Did you bring us out here to die there was it not enough graves in Egypt? Why, why not? Why, we told you to leave us alone, grumbling. God, you're not, what you, you're not doing a good enough job. But You're not doing what we want. <laughs> exactly. Then when he killed all of them, right, and made the example, oh, they were all excited. They were praising God, right? Now we're in the desert for another month or so, and, you know, and it ain't even including the whole water thing. But now it's about food. So, so you're looking at one, two, you and look at all of the plagues that they were actually, uh, that didn't touch them, but it was actually affecting all of the Egyptians. If you look at that, and then you look at how he swallowed up the, the Egyptians in the sea, and then you look at how he, he uh, purified the water with the log, and then he, and then now you're at this point where you're hungry, and then and, and then you're still grumbling. It's it's. I brought you through one thing. Oh, we you you were happy. You you sang songs and praised to me, right? And then and then another thing happened. And then you were grumbling. Then I brought you through that. Then you you were praising me again. And then and then something else came. And then you were grumbling. And then I brought you through that. And then something else came. And then grumbling. And then I brought you out of that, and then you were praising me again. It's almost as if we're saying we praise God based on a condition. Not 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 because we know that he got us. No, it's because of a condition. It's only when you make the, 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 the circumstance better, that's when I'm going to praise you. It, it, only when you make it better. I can't, I can't praise you before that. I'm going to grumble. You know, and then you know, you know, and then sometimes we we say, "Oh, well, I'm going to praise you before, right?" But then when it don't happen, when we thought it was going to happen, then what we do? We start grumbling. We start grumbling. Not us particularly, but the Israelites. And and it's interesting because if you look at their journey, uh, God was taking them somewhere, but they, it was it was as I keep regurgitating because it's just it's imperative that I do. We lose sight on where we're going. We lose sight on who we're going to. And it just becomes focused on the immediate. Everything is about immediate. It's all about right now. It's all about where we are and how we feel and what we are getting or what we're not getting. What we want and, and like you keep saying, brother, what we want and what we don't have. 
right? It's not about where we're going and who we're going to. No, no, it has nothing to do with the journey. It's all about my immediate situation. And just like these Israelites, it was always the immediate situation. They had witnessed miracle upon miracle upon miracle upon miracle. And then all they could say to God was, you just brought us out here to die. <laughs> like, like death was bigger than God's control. Like, like they weren't aware that God was in control of death. I got death in my hand, too. You can't just die without my being without me being aware of it. We grumble. We we grumble. We grumble. We grumble. Versus being still and watching. I'm gonna be still and watch. I'm gonna be still and watch. God's gonna do something. I don't know when he's gonna do it, but I'm gonna be still and I'm gonna watch. I love that testimony. I love that. Because if you remember, if you remember that last time when you got into some circumstance, if you remember, he brought you out. If you remember, he brought you out. Then, then, then all you do, and you know, <laughs> he's going to bring you out again. Why? Because he's taking you somewhere. It, it was his plan. It was, it, was, it was designed by him. It was planned out by him. He was incorporated by him. Everything was developed through him. Therefore, Therefore, where he's taking you, you're going to get there because he's taking you. I don't have to grumble. I don't have to grumble because I'm in a, in a, in a situation and I'm just like, oh, it's, just, it's so dire. I'm going to die if you don't fix it today. Matter of fact, you should have fixed it yesterday. Now, that's why I'm grumbling today because you didn't fix it yesterday. All right? I, 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 if, if it ain't immediate, if, it, if my satisfaction isn't immediately uh, 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 if, I'm, if I'm not immediately satisfied, then I have a problem. Then I have a, I have a problem. I have a problem. And, and and it's not so much I'm trying to question anybody or force anything on anybody, but I want you to see something. All we need to do is be still. Be still, and and just remember what he did. Then it's that song. What if he did it before? He'll do it again. We say it, but. But we got to start walking in it. Why? Because where God is taking us, we're going to get there. But, but, but it just don't seem like it, brother, because it's just been so long. It's, been, it's just been so long. And, and God is in control of time, though. And, and as a thousand years to us is one day to God, then we ain't even made a day. We hadn't made a day. If that's the case. So 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 then so then I need to be mindful of my grumbling. I need to be mindful, and and I'm saying grumbling. We you said murmuring, but in actuality, today's actuality, it's complaining, and our complaining, because that's what we do. We do a lot of that. We do a lot of complaining, complaining about this, complaining about that, complaining about the president, complaining about his views, complaining about his party and all this stuff that he's implementing and, 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 and complaining about what the news is saying about this and complaining about what the news is saying about that and then this and that and the other and then we keep listening to the news <laughs> we keep listening to the news like the news is God like, like because they came out with this news that's what's going to happen because the news is bigger than God than God's news wow. right 
Just let make because the news is bigger than God's news. It's bigger. It's, 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 it's yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, it does. You know them headliners. Guess what that boy didn't said today? What boy? The, the president. Oh, you know we got names for him. We gonna make America great again, and this, that, and the other, and, and we get caught up into that. But, well, but we know we, we know where our minds are not stayed. Yeah, exactly. Then we start complaining, and then and then and then Moses, <laughs> Moses is in the background saying, "Hey guys, y'all ain't complaining against the president because <laughs> he didn't put his stuff there. Y'all complaining yeah. against God. Yeah, you complaining against against God." You're saying God didn't know what he was doing when he did that. God, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You didn't do a good job right here. I'm just here to tell you, come here. Come here, let me, let me talk to you. Let me, let me, you. You should have consulted with me before you put him in the office, okay? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Nobody's saying that. I know nobody's saying that. But but that's what we're doing, though. And I don't know why I went to the president. I have no idea. But some reason where I just went to the dude. I went to him. But, but. I mean, it'd be funny. It'd be it really is, is random. I was not thinking about Donald before I got on this call. But anyways, um, we have to be mindful of our complaining. We have to be mindful, and and we have to we have to become more like he said over in fourteen verse thirteen. We have to stand firm, and we will see the deliverance if we stand firm. And then it's like, well, but that's hard. That's easier said than done. But if you remember. How he's brought you out of so many people that were in office or so much news, you know what I mean, that, that came about. You know what I mean? Like even the whole plane thing. I saw something. Uh, it was a headliner somewhere where this new Boeing airplane had crashed in Ethiopia and then another one crashed before that. I don't remember where it said. Uh, but then now they're uh, grounding them in the U.S., right? And I don't remember how many, but there were so many that was in the air. And and then so 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 what ends up happening is you start getting worrying and you start panicking like oh man I can't get on get to go fly because I ain't saying anybody is but I'm saying I can't fly because I might end up on one of those planes <laughs> I may end up on one of those planes and then I'm gonna crash and then it's like well hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on guys hold on if God is directing you to get to a certain place you're not gonna crash you're good. You're fine. If God is, you know what I mean? It's, the plane isn't going to crash itself. God is in control of death. You don't have to think, oh, if I get on that plane, I'm going to die. No, you're not. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. That, that plane isn't going to kill you. It's just not. It's just not. And, 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 and I'm not saying that, you know, to mess with anybody's mind because, you know, with, with, with the tragic accident that has happened, of course, it was tragic in, in a sense. You know what I mean? And it was, you know, especially, you know, if, if you know, we get into all the, the semantics of it, then, then people, they didn't know God and, and, and Christ and the part of their sins and things of that nature. Uh, but, but and then, of course, all of the people, the families that were, uh, that lost loved ones, of course, it's devastating. It's, it's very devastating in that, in that sense and in that light. But when you are, when you are connected to God, it's not. You know, there was a pastor, and I can't remember his name. The pastor that that lost his life, he was flying from uh, his his home country to to uh, actually go do ministry. And, and I don't remember his name, but I know Jeremy, Pastor Jeremy, always talks about him. 
uh, but his plane exploded and he ended up burning up in flames. Um, now, now that sounds just like so bizarre, and it's like this was a man of God. But then on the other side of it, I look at it like this was a man of God. <laughs> he's good, you know what I'm saying? Like he's good, and and if you think about an instantaneous thing where he didn't even suffer, maybe for a few seconds, you know, what I mean, I don't know how long it takes, you know, when you, you know, in some type of flame before you pass, actually. But I don't know, I, I wasn't there, but but you can't think it's, it's going that long. And he, you know, I probably said, hey, man, let's go. Took him before the thing even exposed. You didn't even know what happened. But he's good, right? Why? Because that's the destination that he was going to, right? And only it's only tragic when you don't know that, when you don't know that this is my destination. I'm going to this place. And if, I, if I'm focused on where I'm going, I'm fo- focused on this person that I am going to, then what I have to go through in between now and then, it's really minuscule. It's minuscule. It's, it's, it's all it's doing. All it's doing is just leading me along the way. It's like a witness, almost. It's like a testimony. You know what I mean? I get to see God work all of these miracles through all of these circumstances, right? I get to see it. It's like a, it's like a second witness. Like, oh, man, oh, I wonder what God going to do now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's just another way of looking at it. I wonder what God is going to do now. Man, this 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 crazy event, man. This this whole Trump administration. I wonder what God's gonna do now. I'm on this actual. Oh man, I'm on this Boeing plane that, that just crashed a few weeks ago. I wonder what God's gonna do now. I wonder what He's gonna do now. I get to. I, it's another witness. I get to, If I just sit back and just 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 be still and, and watch, I'm just gonna be still and I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch my God do His thing. I'm watching do it. Hey, Corey. Go ahead. Good question. Yes, sir. When do we get to know where we're supposed to be going? When, when, whenever he sets you out on that journey. Yeah, I understand, but just in the natural. Oh, yeah. We come here, we have no idea where we're going. And in some senses, My yeah. The question is, when do, when, when do we get so wise that now we know where we're going? Right. No, I get what you're saying. Within ourselves. Right. Right, because we planned it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that in that in that light, we planned it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. It's 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 like you know we would. I think the first of the, the first of these discussions we talked about how we instill in certain you know parents, not all parents, but not certain parents instill in their children. You know, you got your whole life ahead of you, you know, and then you have all these goals. You're going to go to college. You're going to get this degree. You're going to become this. Uh, you're going to take on, on this career, right? And you're going to have a, a very prosperous career, and then you're going to retire, right? We're, every step of the way, we're planning out how our lives be. And then we, we set out on that journey. And then as soon as difficulty comes, if we're not prepared for the difficulty, which how often are somebody house that somebody prepared for difficulty, right? It's like you. You either got survival instincts or you don't, and 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 you either gonna make choices to survive or or you're gonna make a choice to succumb to whatever difficult whatever difficulty that came upon you. It's one of those choices you're gonna make, right? And right. that pretty much is gonna dictate where you actually end up. But the journey is always set out somewhere from childhood or teenagehood or circumstances you encounter when you're younger and then you make choices to 
get to some place that either you want to be or you're forced to go into. And, and I say forced because, say, you know, something bad happens to you and then you're forced to do certain things. It's like, you know, like somebody was molested and then they forced you to be whatever, whatever. And then you're making choices based on that molestation, you know. But still, it's still a choice, of course. It's still a choice. And the end, the end is what I'm getting to. The end of that is all you see and just, just the sight you see, right? I see this ending place that I'm trying to get to. And then the disruption, when somebody comes and disrupts your, your path that you're trying to go on, whether it's positive or negative, somebody disrupts that path, then you just, ah, everything comes all, everything goes haywire. Right. Everything comes unwound. It becomes unglued and you begin to panic. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I had my life planned out. It was I just knew this was going to happen. And then as soon as it doesn't happen, then, then we like the Israelites. We start complaining. God, you're not doing. Mm-hmm. No, God. And, and then if you don't believe in God, then then you're blaming everybody that did something to you. Oh, if you hadn't have done this to me, if you had have been a better parent, if you had have got a better job, if you didn't get pregnant with me when you were 13 and. And blaming everybody, right? It's like a it's it's, yeah. it's a cycle because I didn't get to go where I thought I was gonna go, right? right? When in, when in actuality there is a destination that you're that you are going to, and everybody everybody's going there, right? And 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 it's the matter of is what are you focused on between now and then? What are you focused on? Are you focused on where you want to go? Or are you focused on where God is actually taking you? And, and this is the crazy thing. And I'm pretty much done, but this is what's crazy. It's like that's why, when I'm, that's why this, this, this discussion is, is really, really like I, I have a great sense that it, is, it really hits home. Uh, it hits home because there's so many of us on, on, in our walks of life and just, just living, really, just living. And there's a lot of confusion that comes in just just living, just day to day living to uh, just a common destination, brother. Like Man, we don't do it very well. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it, and it mm-hmm. it's and a lot of uh, a lot of things that we kind of just like the midlife crisis for men, and then you know, and women they hit their midlife crisis too, and and and, <laughs> and then you just like start looking back over your life, your younger life, and looking at where you are today, and you're like, oh man, I haven't accomplished all the things that I thought I was gonna accomplish by this age. And then it's just like you start looking ahead, and it's like, oh man, I got less years ahead of me. <laughs> and 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 you just some of us go into deep depressions. Some of us uh, just start doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Like, oh, well, let me just, just go spend five hundred thousand dollars because you know I haven't really lived, so I'm gonna go live. I'm just gonna go blow this money, All right? And and then I say, okay, guys, all of us are on a journey. And all of us are going to the same place. And some of us are going to get there faster than others. Some of us don't have the same amount of time to get there that others may have. But we're all going to that same place. We all are. And what's important is not what, enca- what we encounter in between now and then. What's important is who we're focusing on. <laughs> right? Because we're all going to die. We're all going to die. That's the destiny. And then that that physical death, and then then we transition into something else. We transition into a, a life either with who we were focused on, or a life without who we were focused on, or or a life without that person because 
because we weren't focused on them. In, in other words, and, and, and if I put that in, you know, biblical terms, if I'm following Christ, I'm going to go be with him. If I'm not following him, then I'm not going to go be with him because that's, the, that's where we are ultimately trying to get to with Christ. That's the ultimate. That's it. That's, it. that's, that's all in and all. That's our destiny. That's our destination. And that's really in, in our living what we should be focused on. Not 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 the Trump administration. <laughs> it has it has no bearings on what we are doing. It has it has none. It's not gonna stop me from getting to that point. Why? Because Christ is leading me. President Trump isn't. Christ is. Not 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 what's not all of the news tragedies that are happening. No, no, that that's not gonna prevent me from following Christ. It's not. It's not. Me, me not graduating uh, magna cum laude or cum laude or summa cum laude. It ain't going to stop me from, I know I wanted it. I, uh, I just wanted it, but it ain't going to stop me from following Christ. Me having children, you know, right out of college, me getting that great job and marrying that best person, eh, that's not going to stop me from following Christ. Right? All of these are disruptions, distractions. Right? Just distractions of life, of living, really. Distractions of living. And, and, and it's up to me to circumvent them. I'm not going to allow these living tragedies to derail me from my true destination. I'm not. I'm not going to be tripping because I'm a little hungry and I'm in the desert that the God I know brought me into. He brought me into the desert because he was taking me out of this this old nature that was that that wasn't leading me to him right this old nature wasn't leading me to him and god came and said you know what i'm going to remove you from that situation because i want you to be with me i'm going to remove you from it you know what i'm saying and i'm going to give you grace i'm going to give you this mercy where all of this complaining you doing i'm going to give you an opportunity to to wait and see what i'm going to do to get you out of all of your mess. Oh, it's just amazing. And it's a witness. If I just if I just stop complaining against God, I'll see the beauty of it. Man, that's really that's really just that simple. If I just stop complaining, I can see the beauty of God. Because he's doing something so amazing. And and we're not on our time, we're on his time. That's like that's another like that's another little nugget. I'm not on my time, I'm on God's time. I'm on God's time. This is his journey that he has me on. And everything I encounter in life that he brings about and he takes away, hey, it's cool because it was something he wanted me to experience. It was something he helped me get over. And it just made me and him a little bit closer. We grew a little bit closer. As a result. And it's just that simple. Man, I mean, I'm done. I'm I'm done. If, if uh, anybody want to complain, <laughs> speak now. I'm just kidding. I was just I was with the complaining thing, and I just had to throw that in there. But you know, no. If anybody has a comment that they want to make or a question <laughs> they want to ask, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, no comments. That's hey, Corey. Yes, sir. We call it a journey, but we're already there. Yeah. We're already there, brother. We're already there. Anyway, we just get just watching. 
and waiting, yeah. seeing what he gonna do. What he gonna do next? What's next, Lord? What's next? Because life has led life has led us to him. Yeah. What's what's next? We leaving today? Are we leaving today? No. Oh, okay. We're not leaving today. All right. All right. Well, cool, cool, cool. We're going to sit here a little longer then. We're going to keep watching. I know nobody living like that. Nobody. We're going to leave. we leaving today. It's, uh, I don't know if anybody's seen Life, the movie with Eddie Murphy, Martin yeah. Lawrence. That's, that's another way to complain. <laughs> I know, right? But it was funny because as they got older and older, they would, like, watch each other to see. <laughs> If one of them, when they called it the upper room, if one of them was gone, was was it their last day? Right. And uh, it was, it was. I know, I know. It's like, oh man, people don't really like that subject. But I just, it's just, it's interesting. But it, it's, it's real. Uh, But they were at the end of the movie. They kept watching each other and like, oh, I thought you was gone. I thought you took your last breath, you know. And 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 he was like, nah, I'm still good. I'm still here. And it's just more like, okay, you know, what I'm saying and the point that I'm making is like. You get you get so caught up with with watching God, and then you like, is this this it? Are we leaving the day? Like, is this this this? Am I gonna be with you physically now? And he's like, nah, nah, nah. I, I still have more to do with you. I got I got more I want to do with you. Oh, okay, all right. Well, that's cool. Right, we, you know, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Okay, well, I'm gonna keep living with Christ. <laughs> But <laughs> well, then that day I die. Oh yes, amen, amen. No, but nobody, nobody is kicking and screaming about that part. But, but anyways, uh, I'm not trying to disturb anybody with that. But, but it has to be. I it, it's it, it's a uh, a point that I heard at. Uh, I don't know if you remember Jose, but it was a guy speaking, and uh, he was he visited before Billy Graham passed. He visited Billy Graham, and he asked Billy Graham a question. Uh, the guy he he has a uh, ministry in I believe Arkansas can't remember his name though, but uh, when he was at Pope City he made this uh, this declaration about him uh, meeting Billy Graham as Billy Graham man how did you just say just so faithful to God how, how did you just for so long you know how did you stay so faithful for God you know and he said I lived every day like it was my last I lived with death in sight and you, you know yeah. It was in in my view. I knew that death was next to me, and and I lived like it was my last. In other words, I didn't I didn't live like I had my whole life ahead of me. I made sure I I, I did what God wanted me to do. Like it was going to be my last time for me to do what God wanted me to do. I I just because because where I'm going in a living standpoint, in a physical body standpoint, on earth doesn't matter. It's who I'm with. It's who I'm with. Like, like the Israelites failed to see that they were with God. They didn't see that. They did not see that, even though He kept showing them, "Y'all with me, right?" It's like going to um, some fancy ball or, or trying to get in some fancy place, and you not on, you don't have a reservation, but you with the person that owns the club, and 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 he's like, "Oh, well, I don't have a reservation." Then the person that owns the club is like, "You good? You with me?" And then so the guy at the door checking all of the res- names on the reservation, he going to look at the guy that owns the place and say, oh, okay, well, you good because you're with him. <laughs> Even though you're not on, you know, you don't have a reservation. Now, never, never, mind. never mind. You're good. You're good. You're with God. You're good. Regardless. Regardless of what you're going through, you're good. 
I think so. So, sometimes it's, it's tough to understand mm-hmm. or to realize actually that 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 we already are with God. God is with mm-hmm. us when we accept yeah. Him, and yeah. He's in our heart. Like we're already walking with Christ. And but but sometimes I think we forget that, and sometimes we kind of see things from a worldview and a physical understanding of things and. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, if I'm already working with God, if I'm already with Him, then it's here or there. It doesn't matter what happens. And I think kind of uh, what happened, I don't know who in the Bible, like, they threw him in a cage with lions, and he was like, it don't matter. Yeah, like, damn. he wasn't thinking, hey, whatever happens. Like, I'm, I'm already walking with God. God is with me. So if I die right now, nothing has changed. Nothing changes. Nothing my, my changes. physical presence doesn't matter as much as right. my, my relationship with God. Yes. Right. Yes. That's good. That's what it, that's what makes it so simple. Yep. And and so because I think things are simple, the, the, and the we complicate them. It, yeah, the simplicity seems complicated to us. It can't be that simple, but it is that simple. Yep. Enoch I love what you God. said. <laughs> the scripture says Enoch walked with God and he was not. He was not, yeah. God took him. Yeah. Can you can you repeat that part, the last thing you said? Uh God took him. Let me let me look, let me let me turn to it so I can quote it correctly. Uh, verse 24, 524, 5, 524, Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. I'm reading out of the New King James. Yeah, and the NIV says, Enoch walked faithfully with God, then he was no more, because God took him away. What a testimony. Yeah. <laughs> and the gospel says our, our, our lives can be exactly the same. Yeah. Corey, I have a, I don't know if it's really a question or a comment, but how, because I, 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 you know, I just visited a friend of mine that uh, she's, she's going, she's, she has cancer and mm-hmm. is like at a stage where she could no longer do chemo mm-hmm. and uh, she's just really weak. Obviously now all the treatments that she's receiving are, are really just to contain it, but not to change anything. And I think spiritually, She's very positive. She she has an, an awesome outlook to life, and and even though I can see her in pain and all this stuff, she still she still has her joy. You know, like mm-hmm. all the things ha, has done everything to her, but but uh, it has not removed her joy. But how how can a person find that understanding or purpose when in in, in a place where it seem or it may seem that it is inevitable that you're passing and, and, mm-hmm. and continue to to fight. Like like what is why do you think it will be something that will give you the reason to not just say, Well God, I'm ready to go with you. Like why mm-hmm. why why stay in that place of of pain? Like what But she's staying in a place of contentment. She's not complaining against her God. She's not. She's. Uh, I think she's. 
she's super. I mean, obviously she's sad and she's she's a very strong and, and, woman and, and she's, she's just Christian. But, but she could murmur, couldn't she? She could complain. But she's chosen not to complain. And she's allowing you to see that. <laughs> I think with that, the only thing I was thinking is that sometimes what she's going through, like, for what her purpose is sometimes not just really for her, but for others around her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, that's really the only thing <laughs> that, that I thought of. And she's witnessing. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, just as, uh, Moses was telling the Israelites in whenever they, uh, were being pursued by the Egyptians. And then on the one end, when you see over in Exodus 14, you see God uh, destroying all of the lives of the Egyptians. Um, you see that. And then on the other end, you see the Israelites seeing that, but yet not seeing what was up ahead of them. Uh, right. And what do, what do I mean by that? Well, let me tell you. They didn't see that they were going to be thirsty for three days. <laughs> they didn't see that. Um they didn't see that they were going to have to go so many days without eating. They didn't see that. They didn't see that. So they were laughing. They were joyous over the victory over the Egyptians, but then they were not aware that they were going to have to be thirsty and hungry. They were not aware of that. So, so immediately the victory over the Egyptians was, um, it was overshadowed. Yes, yeah. it was it was overshadowed by hunger and thirst, and 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 you say, well, why you say that? Well, see, when you don't have all of the details about what God is doing, then what's up ahead seems it, it's it's like man, you and it ain't it's never the person that's going through it, right? Well, if they don't have where they're going in sight. No, yeah, they will be all over the place. But when you have where you're going in sight, then you're good. You're, you're content. But when the other person on the outside is, is looking at the person that's actually going through it, it's difficult because you don't have the, the what, where, where they're going to. And so you're like, oh, man, they're thirsty. They're hungry. Or, man, they're suffering because of this, 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 this infectious disease that they, they have in their body. And, man. Man, they're suffering so badly, and and but you don't you don't see you don't see outside of the thirst and the hunger, because see the thirst and the hunger overshadowed the victory of the Egyptians, but in actuality it shouldn't have. It should have never overshadowed it. Like thirst and hunger should have been in the background, and the victory over the Egyptians should have stayed in the forefront. Like God swallowed up. The Egyptians for us, like we're good, man. I can, I can, I could be thirsty and hungry for a few more days because God, God got me. I can be thirsty and hungry for a few more. I can suffer a little bit for for this with this thing because, man, I'm gonna get with God and this is non-existent. Suffering is non-existent, and 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 in my mind, I'm not suffering. It's only my body. Like, my body is going through this, but me and God, we still good. And it didn't remove me from God. I'm st everything is still intact. 
it's everything's still good. All of my extremities mentally, I'm good. Like like I'm man, me and God, we was man, we were hanging out on the beach the other day. <laughs> in my mind. You know what I mean? We were eating good the other day in my mind. <laughs> you know what I'm and it's like because see, when you on the outside, like you don't see what this person is going to on the inside. Like when you can see if you saw where they were going to on the inside, then what they were going through on the outside, you wouldn't even look at it. You'd be too busy looking at where they're going. And I would be jealous. And I ain't saying, I mean, I'm not, but see, it's just a perspective. It's like if you were wrapped up into that light, you'd be like, man, I'm jealous. You, man, you over here chilling and parlaying with the Lord. I see you, man. You, you, you're in a different space. Wherein, wherein me, as of me, I'm still focused on this unknown place that I'm going to, right? I'm still focused on this unknown place. So I just, I can't get, I can't get it out of my mind. I forgot about the whole swallowing of the Egyptians. I can't get, ah, I'm in a desert land. We just randomly going about. I don't know what's going to happen next. Everything I think is, I'm thinking, man, we're supposed to be eating. When I was in Egypt, I was eating good. Now, now I'm over here in this desert. I don't know what's going to happen. You going to feed me today? We, we, that, I mean, I've been trying to get this spouse for about 300 years. I've been trying to get my business off the ground. I've been trying to get this husband. I've been trying to get this wife. I've been <clears throat> uncertainty. I, I keep checking people off the box. Oh, they meet all of the criteria. No, they don't. I keep applying for jobs, and I, I'm not getting one. I keep trying to get ahead in my company, and it ain't happening. I keep trying. This, this world of uncertainty. But we forget it overshadows that we were God. It just overshadows it. It overshadows. Man, God got you. God got you. God got you. It's 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 almost a matter of what place would you rather be in? Which one? Which which place? I know I don't know. When you think about it, when you think about it, you might not want to answer it. But but if you go and study both situations. Yeah. I don't know. Uncertainty versus certainty, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Let you chew on that. Anybody else? Anybody else have anything they want to say or any questions, comments? Not just, if anything, you didn't get anything, uh, know this. God has us. God is taking us to himself. It's just that simple. Yeah, I mean, whether we are aware of it or not, right, he's taking us to himself. We just have to tap into that and then start following him, right, because we get caught up into what he's not doing for us, and then we start complaining, and then all it does is make us want to go back to where we were before we tapped into him. That was just like the Israelites. They, wanted, they, kept, they kept wanting to go back to Egypt. Go back to Egypt. They kept wanting to go back to Egypt. And a lot of us, we just want to go back to doing whatever we want to do. And a lot of us continue to do whatever we want to do because we can't see where God is taking us. Right? And then where does it get us? It's just a circle. It gets us in a circle. Right? And 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 what God is showing me to share is how about you stop and just watch? Watch what God is about to do. Just watch. He's about to do something. He's about to do something. And guess what? It's going to benefit you too. If you just just be still and just 
Watch. And then remember, remember, he brought you through a whole bunch of stuff when you were unaware. He was bringing you through a bunch of stuff. You were unaware. So then now that you are aware that God is doing stuff, because I told you on this call, <laughs> be still and watch what he's going to do through that next circumstance. Be still and watch. That's all I have, guys. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.